pullover. Lean in. It's time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time. Your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. I know that you have done a lot of work. I know that you have reflected on yourself and your life many times. In fact, for many of you, it might be a regular practice. I don't mean, you know, you have that 45-minute morning routine and you're checking off all these boxes and accomplishing this kind of practice. I mean the practice of just letting your mind return, letting your heart come home, reaching out for things that are going to be contemplative, grounding, relieving of something that you're thinking about love, you're thinking about how to care for yourself better, even if that thought is just something that flutters around you, kind of like this, you know, cute little blue butterfly that's like in a lot of your days, even if you're not technically doing quote unquote anything about it, you know, the practice that I see you doing is of keeping keeping that butterfly around, allowing it to be here, allowing it to get your attention and that knowing that you have, that there's something important, that there's a message about life that you are finding through self-love and self-care. Something meaningful is here. Something purposeful is in your life. There is a kinder path and a more gentle path. And even when you resist it over and over, even when your ego jumps in and you want to check off all the boxes and do all the cool things and share it and document it, even all of that stuff, which we all do, there's that part of you that knows it is true that being kinder and gentler to yourself is the way. So I want to acknowledge that and also just come in here to remind you that there are times on your path where you can't see where you're going and you can't see the bigger picture. You know, there's, you know, I often talk about like zooming out to get perspective and there's times where we're not able to zoom out. We don't have access to whatever it is that's required to have us zoom out. And maybe we're going through a valley where, you know, there's certain things that need to be processed. There's certain things that need to be felt or experienced. And you're in there. And when you're in there, you can't see. You can't, you know, you're in a valley. You can't, your your perspective is limited, right? You're going to see what's down there. That's cool. Um, But it's easy when we're down there to forget that there's actually enormous mountain ranges just out of view, that there is an entire ocean on the other side of those mountains, that there might be a whole lot of other people, you know, off in the distance around a corner where we just physically, we don't have the perspective to confirm it or not. 
And, you know, I'm a very sensual person, as are you. You experience your life through your senses. So when you're in one of these moments and you're in touch with your feelings, it feels so true. It is so true, right? When you are grieving, for example, you are sad, you are feeling the feelings, you're letting them flow. This is the moment. This is the present moment. This is the only thing that you are present to. So it's very easy to then just not even really be able to like think about what might be around the things that you can't see or sense, right? And sometimes that's when we need someone who's on the other side of the mountain or who's standing on, you know, uh, a different elevation, somebody who's, you know, has a better view, (laughs) someone who can kind of see like, I know you're over there, but trust me, I can see from where I stand, I can see that you're in a valley from where I stand. I can see that there's so much more here and the mountains you wanted, the ocean you wanted, you know, all of that, it's still here. It's here even when you can't see it. Just because you can't see it or sense it, just because you aren't able, capable, or have the capacity to access it, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That doesn't mean it's not there. It's there still. So if you are in one of these moments, I want to just, you know, give you some love and acknowledge that these are hard places to be in. And it's my belief that these are purposeful places in our lives. You know, we're, we're there for a reason. There's no like, um, you know, I think there's places that are more enjoyable to be, but you know, if we're living the kind of brave life, like the one you are living, where you are learning about love through your relationship with yourself and the world, and you want to access all of who you are, which means all of the emotions and all of the courage and all of the fear and, you know, everything on either side, right? That whole spectrum that is mirrored always, right? It's like those beautiful scenes where there's, you know, an incredibly clear body of water, a lake, and these like gorgeous mountain ranges and an incredible, you know, sunset or cloudy sky or something. And it's all reflected. You can't even tell the difference. What is the lake reflection? What is the sky? But they're always there, right? The as above, so below. And um, I just wanted to remind you, if you're there, that I know that this is hard and I know that you can get through this and I know that this is temporary and there's more, there's more for you and just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. You know, you can have all kinds of evidence in your life, I'm sure, where you've had moments of beauty, moments of relief, moments of discovery, moments of connection, moments of all the things that you're looking for now in some way, maybe not in the ways that you'd hoped or planned, but that these, if you get right down to it at the core of it, you will find some version of it, some way that these things were experienced by you at some point in time. And this is just another one of those times (laughs) 
where you're getting in touch with what's missing. You're getting in touch with what you want. You're getting in touch with how important it is for you to know that there's more. If you're noticing that you're in a place like this and you're like, this is devastating, um, that shows you that your desire is for more, that your real hope is for more, and that you know you can't access it, but that you want to. And let that desire in you, sweet listener, let that be the pilot light, let that be the little tiny spark or the warm coal, you know, that you're just, you're keeping it safe, you're protecting it so that, you know, once things open up, once a little more air can move through, a little more light can move through, a little more relief, um, you know, you can reignite that flame. And as I'm saying this like metaphor, I'm also imagining me when I've been in my valleys, my, you know, more isolated places, my more limited places, or also places of great depth and treasure of their, of themselves, right? I mean, they're, um, they are rich in their own ways. And if someone had said to me like, oh, protect that little spark or that coal, then I would probably answer with, well, mine's gone out. Like, (laughs) what if it's just gone? Um, and that's okay. That's okay. Because A, my metaphors are rarely perfect. B, um, we're just using imagery as a way of play and perspective. And if you feel like it's gone out, but you're still here to report that it's gone out, then it hasn't. If you are here to experience the pain of imagining your light has gone out, it hasn't because you're here feeling the pain of it and you're here talking about it or telling yourself that or something but you're here. And as long as you are here, you are that warm coal. You are that spark. You are that promise, that life force. Sometimes things slow down so much that they look like they're standing still, but they're always in motion. There is always some life. It might be in the deepest of slumbers, but underneath it, there is light. It might be frozen, but with time, with warmth, with sun, it can be accessed. And I, I really try to think about the purpose, purposefulness of these times as well. You know, I know I've, you know, I've been through a lot of these moments of these valleys, these peaks and valleys. And I know that I wouldn't, I resented this when I was younger. I didn't want <laughs> To be like, why do I have to suffer to do good work? Why do I have to feel pain to be really joyful? I don't know. I'm going to find a workaround. But, you know, things happen that were out of my control. My heart has been broken many times. And I know how much it has changed my perspective. I know how much it has really had me meet myself in places that I wouldn't have gone voluntarily. And those places needed, they needed my love. They needed to be seen. The more that I can see in me in those places, the more I can sit with with you and with everyone in my life and strangers in my life and the world at large. I can look at this on a personal level and look at it also, um, you know, in relationship and also in community and the greater vision of 
all of us here on this planet? What happens when we all go through a valley? What happens when we all go through a peak? It's not so simple, but there's just like that lake and the sky reflected. There's a little bit of each in both. I want you to be super gentle with yourself in a time like this. This is not a time to figure it out. It's not a time to make lots of plans or declarations about yourself or your life path. You know, you're allowed to take some time and just be here with this. It can be a mysterious time. It can feel really lonely. If you have people in your life who you haven't been in touch with, I also wanted to invite you to, um, if you can find the courage to, to reach out to reconnect, to be that reconnection that maybe you would like to be on the receiving end of because I can tell you, and I'm sure many of you will be nodding as I tell you this, that, you know, when people don't reach out, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are really happy and busy and done with you. When people don't reach out, including your strongest friends, including the ones who seem to really have their shit together. Um, it doesn't mean that they really have their shit together. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Um, it could mean that they're having a hard time reaching out. It could be that they're using everything that they are have access to, to get through the day to day. And sometimes reaching out can be really hard. I was mentioning to a client earlier today about um, my own experience with this in um, the last, you know, three and a half years since my injury, the, the concussion, it's been, you know, you know, every day I have like an energy allotment, right? And I used to maintain a lot more relationships on all the levels, intimate, you know, acquaintance, friendship, acquaintance, larger communities. And I love I love knowing people. And um, when my capacity was really changed, uh, it was such a struggle to not be able to do that anymore or to not be able to do that at, at a real cost and um, to kind of have to just give up and surrender in a lot of ways to what I was able to do in a day and how much I was able to reach out in a day. And... Um, I'm pretty sure that, you know, from the outside to people who haven't been following very closely or to people who uh, have never heard of a concussion lasting more beyond like a few weeks, I've just been um, uh, re-watching uh, Grey's Anatomy and, and it's just funny, any medical show where over the years it's like, oh, it's just a concussion or we did this test and we ruled out concussion and then I'm on the couch being like, hey, <laughs> that test doesn't tell you shit <laughs> and you don't know. And just a concussion, like that's not, and I was like, I'm like, that's not the main plot point of this episode tonight. So you can just <laughs> reel it in. But you know, what I'm making a point of is that, you know, this is just, I, I understand that this is a really misunderstood situation, right? Um, it's invisible and it's often dismissed as something very mild. And so, um, you know, it might be mysterious as to why I have, you know, dropped from a lot of uh, interactions and relationship compared to how I was before. And uh, it breaks my heart every day that that's a part of the changes 
there's been positive ones and that's part of the one one of the ones that's been so hard has been how it's changed um the people in my life the constellation in my life and um how I've been able to um sustain and maintain even the things that I really love and cherish um and one of those things is relationships you know so I'm sharing that I share that with my client and I'm sharing it with you because um you might not know someone might look from the outside like everything's fine and there might be some things that you don't understand there might be uh (laughs) just a concussion, which is not just a concussion. And there might be all kinds of things, of course, um, especially even before the pandemic. But I know so many of you, the pandemic just like elevated. um, Even if you were, you know, relatively unscathed directly, if you weren't on the front lines in any way, and you know, you were fortunate enough and privileged enough to have your life be mostly stable, even in that position. Um, it has put pressure on everyone, their home life, um, mental health, all that stuff, right? So um, just consider that you might not know and consider that if you reach out to somebody, you might be that thing that like, they might be so relieved um, that you reached out, you know, they might be so um, feeling sad and ashamed that they haven't been able to. And maybe you reaching out is an enormous gift for both of you, right? So this is a a much bigger topic, I think, like all of my, (laughs) all the topics I think I could, I could double click that and double click that, that. but um, this is really just, um, yeah, I just wanted to reach out to any of you feeling like you've lost that thread and you can't see. I want you to know that there is more here. There's more abundance here. There is more beauty here. Life changes all the time. And just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's there. It might it might even be so much more closer than you think. Um, you know, this whatever it is that you're searching for. And, you know, maybe there's somebody who remembers you or someone who can see the bigger picture, who can holler from the other side of the rock and be like, hey, let me tell you what I can see. Let me tell you who you are from here to me. Sending so much love your way. One of the ways um, that, one of the things I love about the work that I do one-on-one with people is that I'm able to hold that vision for my clients um, as they do the work of, you know, being brave enough to go into the valleys, being brave enough to climb to the peaks, to experience all of these things. Um, and I love to be a witness and a mirror to your beautiful skies, your mountains, your lakes. So if you are looking for that kind of support right now, head on over to RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. You can book a call with me on the little telephone uh, drawing. It just says book a call um, and we can, we can connect and see if this is the right next step for you. Hang in there, loved ones. Um as you know, (laughs) you are someone worth loving. Maybe you don't know that, but I'm just going to tell you that. So (laughs) you're like, I don't know if I am. Well, I believe that you are. I believe that you are someone worth loving and that it all starts with you and that you don't have to do it alone. 
It might start with you, but you're not alone in this. Take good care of yourselves. Thank you, as always, to uh, Alison Tarr, who's always got a good, she's always got a good lookout for me on, uh, for my horizon, and for that I am so grateful. That's Alison Tarr at techcoven.com. Be well, friends, and we'll talk to you soon.